Chris Como, prepping to sue CNN for more than $18 million over his contract, according to some sources. So, the fired CNN host, Chris Como, is set to sue the network if it balks at paying him at least $18 million to cover what's left on his contract, sources told the New York Post on Monday. So, Kumo51 has hired lawyers and is prepping to file the lawsuit over the remainder of the four-year contract he signed last year after a bitter back-and-forth about the network knew of his secret efforts to aid his embattled brother, then-Governor Andrew Cuomo, says sources familiar with the matter. His contract was reportedly worth $6 million annually, leaving between $18 million and $20 million that he would be owed, sources said, adding that Chris Cuomo would also likely seek damages. But CNN has no intention of paying Chris Cuomo a penny, an insider said. If he gets a settlement, there would be uproar, the source added. Another source said CNN has a standard morality clause in their contract that says if the employee does anything of disrepute, they can be immediately fired. Now, the funny thing about this, right? I don't know if anyone here is, like, has like listened or watched to CNN recently, but nearly every single anchor that they have has basically done some things that uh, would fall underneath this category. So... It's going to be interesting how they actually truly handle this situation, because not only that, this gets like a really, this gets into a really weird zone, because you basically have a network that constantly lied about factual issues, right, within like the whole news circulation for like many, many years, right? And many things are also tied to Chris Como. So, is it going to get into a situation where many things are going to get exposed by both parties and potentially end up causing CNN to even be going even further downhill than it, than it already is, right? So, Chris Como was canned Saturday four days after being suspended over information contained in a trove of documents released by State Attorney General Letitia James for her investigation into the harassment allegations that forced Andrew Como to resign in August. Lawyers from the white shoe firm of Cravath, Swain, and Moore told CNN that the documents gave the network legal grants to fire the Kumo primetime star for contacting sources about planned news reports regarding his brother as well as trying to dig up dirt on at least one of Andrew's accusers, sources said. So the lawyer's stance even came ahead of a planned internal CNN probe into an unspecified misconduct allegation against Chris Como that the network received last week in which dates to his time working for ABC News, sources said. So Chris Como's spokesman has insisted these apparently anonymous allegations are not true, and on Sunday, a spokesman for Chris Como told the Wall Street Journal that CNN President Jeff Zucker 
knew about the details of Mr. Como's support for his brother, adding, There were no secrets about this, as other individuals beside Mr. Como can attest. In response, CNN blasted its former 9 p.m. weekday host, saying he has made a number of accusations that are patently false. This reinforces why he was terminated for violating our standards and practices, as well as his lack of candor, the network added. And a CNN insider on Monday also called Como's claims absurd and patently untrue. If Jeff had known all along, Chris would have been fired earlier, not suspended, the source added. He lied to us. Both CNN and Chris Como's spokesman declined to comment, according to the Post. Now again, the reason why this is actually such a big deal, when you really think about it, is because, depending on how this actually goes, if Chris ends up actually doing this lawsuit and CNN does not want to settle, does not want to pay him a single dime, forcing him to go deep into the lawsuit, right? It's going to reveal a lot of things that CNN probably does not want to be revealed. But if they're not willing to pay up, who knows what's going to end up happening, right? Which also, by the way, right, like, isn't it kind of crazy that you have Chris Como literally getting paid $6 million, like, a year for basically lying nonstop on his show? (laughs) You're basically paying someone to constantly lie about pretty much every single news situation. Like, it's absolutely insane, right? But it'd be interesting because... What is actually going to come out of this? No one really knows, right? This could be really bad on CNN, right? Honestly, it'd probably be in CNN's best interest to simply just give him like a few million dollars to basically like kick rocks, right? That'd probably be the best for CNN because then there won't be some like really weird dirt between CNN and Chris Como about like, a whole bunch of other things, right? Because people are just assuming that, oh, this is just going to be an issue between Chris Como regarding his brother and CNN. No, this thing could end up spreading to many things because you're going to have CNN basically trying to constantly discredit Chris, right? And you're going to have Chris basically exposing CNN for being a very corrupt organization, So it's going to be very funny to see what actually ends up happening. But in terms of like financial situations, right? If you find yourself in his situation where you were fired, right? And you had a contract worth, you know, $18 million left, right? And let's just say you either were to get the $18 million or you were to settle for less, maybe like $4 million. What do you do with this money? Number one, you need to create basically a starter emergency fund, basically, you know, like one month of expenses, right? Just so that you don't necessarily have to worry about like tiny like emergencies that might pop up, like your car breaks down, you know, a water leak in your house, that kind of stuff, right? Like, you know, things that 
you got to get done right away, but shouldn't really cost too much. So you got that. Then you move on to paying off all of your debt, every single cent of debt that you have. This is student loans. This is your credit card debt. This is your car loan, right? This is personal loans. You pay those debts off. Then you create a bigger emergency fund between three to six months. Now, because of the size of this money, this amount, right, you could easily do like a year emergency fund if that makes you feel a little bit more comfortable, make you feel a little bit more safe. There's nothing wrong with having a year of an emergency fund. Next, after that, you want to start putting money automatically towards investments. And this could be a whole bunch of things. This could be your house, like your house mortgage. This could be stocks in terms of like index funds, right? But mainly you want to put your money into things that have a compounding interest effect because when your investments grow at a compound interest of between, I believe, 7 to 10% every single year, which is very doable with uh, index funds, over a couple of decades, just putting at minimum $500 like a month, $300 a month, you end up having multiple millions of dollars after a few decades if you just consistently do that every single month, right? So like the car payment that you're making right now, if you put that into like index funds or real estate, you end up having multiple millions of dollars after a few decades. So long-term speaking, this is something that you should really do. And someone is in his position with this amount of money or someone else that might be listening to this that is also in this position, you need to put your money into things that are going to be long-term, growing exponentially, so that you have basically complete and other freedom, right? You want to have a lot of financial freedom to basically be able to do whatever it is that you want to do without really thinking too much about it. Because the more that you think about like, oh, what stock should I buy? Oh, what kind of business should I invest in? Blah, blah, blah kind of stuff. You end up making more and more choices that could potentially be bad. So when you automate these things into things that have like proven track records, it's pretty much like a no-brainer. Just keep putting money consistently towards your investments and it will grow over time as long as it's an investment that has a track record of producing good amounts of money. And then after that, you can start putting more money into like riskier investments like crypto and all that kind of stuff to potentially, you know, 2x, 5x, 10x your money, whatever it is. But that's more for like after everything is set up correctly. By the way, if you want to learn how to get a debt, go to 40 Box. Hey, this podcast is sponsored by our personal finance courses. So if you have problems with mastering your money and you need help, go down below and learn how to master your money. And this is a plan that anyone of any income level can follow. It is simple and easy to follow for any income level in any situation and it's very straight to the point and if you want to learn how to make money online go down below as well and we'll see you in future episodes